0: Hey there, Perfect Movie listeners, this is Steven. The episode you're about to hear was released one year ago this month on the bonus disc, the Patreon feed of the two gomers. Our Patreon subscribers, we call them gomertrons, get brand new episodes of Perfect Movie each month, plus the result show for every movie and additional bonus apps, depending on what level you subscribe at. Now that a year has gone by, we're releasing the main Perfect Movie episodes to this feed so the public can hear them. If you wanna stay up to date and hear these episodes a year in advance, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash two gomers to subscribe to the bonus disc. And if you like what you hear, make sure you check out Overcoming Runner's Block. That's our health podcast where we chase big goals, face our excuses, and invite a nation along for the run. You can find Overcoming Runner's Block wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, here's the episode. Happy listening. Six actors have portrayed Batman in movies over the past two decades. Three have been Spider-Men. Four Jokers, two Dumbledores, two Bilbos. Sometimes when Hollywood strikes gold, they'll do anything to keep a franchise going, even replacing the actor multiple times. In some cases, it's because of a reboot, or an actor's death or departure, or a time shift. In other cases, like in the James Bond franchise, from when Roger Moore first replaced Sean Connery in the lead role, it's tradition. And it always goes unmentioned. Well, almost always. I hear you Mark Ruffalo in She-Hulk referring to yourself in Edward Norton's movie as a completely different person. Another case of a role played by multiple actors is Jack Ryan. Alec Baldwin first portrayed Tom Clancy's most beloved character in a 1990 underwater political thriller, and the character hit like a well-aimed torpedo. Jack Ryan stayed on the screen for 12 years, switching first to Harrison Ford, then Ben Affleck, and then finally to one of now three Captain Kirks, Chris Pine, whose lap Harry Styles did not spin into. And now, former The Office camera starer, John Krasinski, plays Ryan on TV. I mean, what's even happening? Makes a guy long for the original, like Sean Connery's James Bond. Hold on. He's in our movie today. We're the two gomers, we're talking the hunt for Red October, and this is Perfect Movie.
1: Everybody, to Perfect Movie, a podcast where two regular guys try to save the universe, one great film at a time. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. Joined as always by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. We have finally arrived. It is the original partner, the OG partner, The Hunt for Red October. I am I will so excited.
0: <laughs> I will just remind people that you said, okay, I know what we're doing this October. And I was yep. like, oh, a scary movie? And you're like, uh-huh. no. The Hunt for Red October, get it? And I was like, sure. And you were like, I know what we're doing next October. <laughs> October Sky is what we're doing
1: next October. Yes, dude. Oh it's, boy, we've got two years of October themed movies, October named movies. Okay, and uh, Ooh,
0: scary. I mean, you, I mean, this was you waiting to pounce, right? I mean, you have wanted to do the Hunt for Red October for so long, and then I right. was just like, oh yeah, there's a month called that, <laughs> we'll just <laughs> do that movie.
1: Well, and also, it was on Netflix, or it's been it mm. put, was put on Netflix like mm-hmm. cuz we wouldn't have done this if that hadn't happened that was that mm. was the catalyst
0: okay. uh, do you think do you think so i mean it is a lot easier to do to do movies that are on streaming
1: totally it was it was it was cake like last night mm-hmm. i just like we did the screening i watched it with the girls and aaron wow um, uh, after <laughs> this going is amazing to me we went to the mountains the <laughs> blue oh, ridge yeah, that's right And then we got back, we unpacked, we went to this apple orchard, and then the piece de resistance was we're unpacked, we all (laughs) laid in bed, and then watched. All right, girls, gather round. We're going (laughs) to watch a bunch of old men argue in a submarine. (laughs) Well, here here was like the ultimate, dude, because like when we get to the evidence, Mm. I, I may not even share this because... I mean I can just share it right here. This is share. the perfect movie to fall asleep to. Like I the, Yeah. this is top 5 top 5 movies for me for falling asleep. Like we've talked about it for years and years way before perfect movie that movie oh, yeah. naps are are some of the best things ever. I'm writing this right? down.
0: Perfect movie naps. Totally. I mean I don't I don't want to ruin this gold content by asking you what the other ones are. I no, mean no, I no. could probably right. guess that I mean Perfect movie naps would be a very interesting episode because most people, I think, when they hear what yours are, it would be like, "You're a crazy person that you fall asleep to the Santa Claus
1: in July." <laughs> no, no, no. But dude, like my perfect movie nap for a while was A League of Their Own. Oh wow! Like you know, it's that, gr- there's something it's about great. that
0: early '90s.
1: Yes, I don't know if early '90s movies woo me to sleep. There's something mm-hmm. comforting about them. They're, the way they sound, like the the sound is usually like, uh, I don't know if it sounds like your parents talking in another room, which is one of my favorite things to sleep to as or a kid. in like the front seat the of the car when
0: you're in the back seat. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's like these movies are in the front seat. We, we shouldn't be watching them. We're a little too young. <laughs> and they just wash over you like like a cold, hard russian mountain mountainscape
0: like a you know? main
1: lake totally. like a, like
0: a still lake in maine it, that you just want to go to
1: it's just so perfect i so like so last night we got back and mm. like you know the ultimate thing when you get back from a a trip is you know you're all pretty tired from stuff right right yeah and so we all just laid down and within yeah 30 minutes I was entranced because I haven't actually watched this movie in a really, really, really long time.
0: Because you're always falling asleep to it. Yeah, I don't Is that I don't what even, you mean?
1: I barely remember how this movie ends. I think I've seen the ending like twice.
0: Oh, okay. So my still main lake reference might have been
1: lost on you
0: because that's no, where they go.
1: Well, and and that's one of the main strickens I have. Uh, well, the the mm. two strickens I have are the accents. Just throw them away. Don't even worry about it. Main, don't even a main stricken is right. Don't even worry about that. I mean, who cares? Well, like there's this my,
0: one part where Alec Baldwin does an impression ooh, of yeah. Sean Connery, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but his impression is in a Scottish accent. It's a good Sean Connery impression. It's good, yeah. It, it's a, a very kind of John McCain, John McCain, or John McClane? John McCain, yep. John McLean moment where he's crawling through tight pipes. Totally. Yep. He's talking to himself and quipping to himself. Mm-hmm. He does a pretty good Sean Connery impression, kind of like, oh, he told me to go under these pipes or something like that. I don't no, know no, what no, he He, does. he says, Brian,
1: something
0: here don't react well like But yeah. why is that impression <laughs> in a Scottish accent <laughs> if... Wait, is do, I can I couldn't tell when they're speaking English and when they're speaking Russian either. <laughs> Once Alec Baldwin gets into the submarine, what
1: language are they speaking? <laughs> okay, well, he speaks English, right? But like, doesn't
0: he also speak Russian? Isn't that a thing that remember, Sean Connery so is Alec impressed Baldwin, with?
1: Alec Baldwin oh, and Ben Affleck both speak Einbissian Russian. <laughs> Does Harrison Ford? Oh, int- well. So Harrison Ford's main character, like, like he goes against like the drug cartel. Yeah, South American drug sure. cartel, right? Um, that's pertinent to Clear and Present, or is that? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's Clear and Present.
0: That's clear. No, Patriot that's Patriot Games. What's Patriot Games? Russian again. We should do a lay down day with Jack Ryan movies. Speaking okay. of get, coming home after a vacation, we can yeah. get back to the, what you were saying there. You just want to lay down. You want to do the movie. I, I think a Jack Ryan lay down day would kind of work because yeah. of the multiple actor thing. Sure. You wouldn't get lulled into kind of the typical lay down day stupor. Maybe. I don't know if that's true.
1: Yeah. Well, I, you know how when we started Perfect Movie, we were like, we're going to start discovering things that we love and uh-huh. figure out Why? I love yeah. Jack Ryan, dude. I freaking love Jack Ryan. Like, I love okay. interesting. Yeah, every single movie. Some of all fears I didn't even like. <laughs> honestly, I didn't know that was the same universe. I didn't even think about it because I'm not a Tom Clancy guy. We're the all Ryan verse. I have
0: heard it referred to as the Ryanverse. Ah.
1: See, I because like. The... I
0: was confused because because I thought Michael B. Jordan. Because there's a new show with right. Michael B. Uh-huh. Jordan, mm-hmm. but that's n- not Jack Ryan. It's like. I don't think it's a character in this movie, but it's a character in other I think it's a character in Patriot games. Ah. That okay, Michael B. Jordan that. plays. So mm-hmm. that
1: show is in the Ryan verse. Cause it says Tom Clancy's whatever, right? right? It's Over but that? It, but there's a I think there's a lot
0: of Tom Clancy stuff, but that Michael B. Jordan show is actually in the
1: Jack Ryan universe. Got it. Okay, I, I love the Ryan verse. I want to know more about it. I think I love the Born verse even more. Oh, you love the Born verse so I I actually so coming in here, I think yep. this might be a
0: difference between us. Yeah, I was thinking while I was watching this movie, which by the way, this is history making, history in the making. This is yep. the first perfect movie episode we have done, where I had never seen the movie before. Uh huh. Yep. I remember seeing a, like, I remember, now this is weird, I remember seeing the end. Oh, so okay. the least seen part by you is the most seen part <laughs> <Yeah>. by me. <laughs> right. When when Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery are kind of sticking their heads out of the top of the submarine and chatting. Right, okay. Was,
1: That's my second stricken, is the blue screen is awful. Yeah, that is the some blue bad blue screen. screen the is awful.
0: I couldn't tell because I was watching on like a 19-inch that's you a know, good Zenith. point.
1: Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Like with the videotape in it, like I think it was on. Ca- I think it was a cable situation. Oh, okay, four three. Um, Maybe you can't tell in four or three. It's just their heads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't see much of those main trees, <laughs> right? That you are so right is just the worst. It's
1: so there bad is some in HD. Yeah,
0: there is some like special effect issues mm, in this mm-hmm. movie. It's 1990. I mean, you can't – uh, that's not even worth striking.
1: Nope. The, There's actually a little is, bit of
0: charm in that.
1: No, I, I wish they would reshoot that. I wish okay. they would reshoot that because I think that's terrible. And then the submarines just looking kind of like blobs isn't great. And then, like, the the little <laughs> uh, countermeasures look super, like, painted. Like Lily said, she's like, that's like Disney painted – Animation, like she's like that's animation. Like, yes, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, it's drawings. <laughs> I know. Like, so that's pretty bad. Yep. But but I would give them that. The blue screen at the end makes no sense. That's super easy. Just uh, film yeah. that. But because yeah. the yeah because I think the opening is absolutely beautiful. That shot of Sean Connery and mm-hmm. Sam Neil. In those mountains, and he, he just says, uh, "Rodriga, adriga mm-hmm. Like it's that just tells me, go to sleep, Anthony. Take a rest. <laughs> it's cold and hard. Take a rest. <laughs> right. So, so th- 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 something else that
0: I'm noticing right know. now, which is, th- this <laughs> feels like not my genre. Sure, okay, interesting. Political thriller, I don't think, is, like, something is a go-to. Even though I've watched the Harrison Ford movies mm-hmm. of this, like, I've, I have I think I've seen Some of All Fears. I think I saw that in the theater.
1: I actually really like Some not of All Fears, dude. I you think know I, I might have it. seen
0: that in the theater with you.
1: Very, very possible.
0: Very, I mean, this is the, the sweet spot again, right, where who knows whether we saw these in the theater with each other. Totally. Um, so, it's not my genre necessarily, I will tell you, I really enjoyed the movie. Mm, good. So you don't have to worry the rest of the time. Okay. But you just like, you, you are gonna know so names. You're gonna know so much more about this yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- to a certain extent, this movie uh, was a little bit inscrutable to me, like a little confusing. Oh like, really? Which sub is that? The it's the sub blob. I had submarine confusion. Sure. Um, I had. Which of these Russian men, all played by British actors, is which? Right. <laughs> and what Star- are they, Scar- what Scar- are they Scar- talking about? And Stellan Skarsgård, who I friggin' love. Yeah. Who is, I, I was able to tell him part because he's Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I just, I really love him. So, I mean, of course, I can tell the difference between Tim Curry and Dr. Alan Grant. But right. I don't know what these guys do. I don't know what their role is when you're introduced to them in the submarine. I'm like, I don't know. You're so like, what, to what's certain- happening? <laughs> I th- I think I'm going to have to rewatch kind of, it's a heavily plotted movie. And sometimes I was like,
1: huh? Interesting. Okay. that That's super interesting because I'm going to talk about that in the evidences. Um, okay, great. Have you read the book? I've never read a Tom Clancy book. Okay. All right. I haven't either. I mean that wasn't like this is like kind a-
0: of the summer fall of like big like the big 3 authors.
1: Yep, King, Grisham, Grisham, King and yep. Clancy. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: uh, and we're doing but unfortunately no I've never read a Tom Clancy book. It's just it's not my I don't know did I just uh, it's it's not it's, something I would like go to the shelf and be like I'll take this huge A book off the shelf and read
1: about yeah. um political espionage. I don't know. Yeah, apparently that uh, this this book is only like 350 pages. Apparently this is one of his shorter ones.
0: Okay, um, This is
1: only based on, I listened to a podcast about books and Tom Clancy for this. <laughs> there you go. And they were like, this one's super accessible, super easy to read, really fun thriller yep. to read. Um, they also, so this could be why it's not, is this was, this is not me making this up. They said it's a little bit like conservative porn or um
0: <laughs> we sort of talked about that with top gun
1: yeah what i, I mean think, by that you yes know what I like mean? top like, gun like yeah like like conservative political wish yes. fulfillment fantasy porn exactly not sexual but like yeah
0: no, get I, him f and a yeah, right. When you talk about Top Gun, that can get confusing because of the volleyball and the right. And there's the, also the, the double homoerotic. football or whatever they're doing. Right. But I know I the, the, I knew what you were saying, and that's what I meant about Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. There was a right. little unease, I think, even about how much people love Top Gun Maverick because of that. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I can see Tom Clancy stuff also falling under that.
1: Um, no, I mean, you've got a Russian in this movie who's a good guy. Totally. Well. So that's something i am w- wondering about is like who is the antagonist in this movie. You the know what cook. I mean? Like remember that the cook. Because cook, Skarsgard is just under orders to blow him up. Um, oh,
0: that was and he gets killed. That was sad.
1: Yeah, right? that was sad. He, Although, it, he gets blown up. It could mm. be stricken that things work out a little too well. Um, it's a very
0: it's very diehard in that way. And the John holy. John McTiernan, who's the director, yep. right? And is he in jail or something? Is he? He did Predator <sighs> to, also, right? Yep. It's and and that's it's it's very similar. Like it just if one if something is off by
1: one millimeter right, yeah, yeah. in that plot, totally. nothing is gonna work. I know. Cause like, how is it that um like basically he left and you needed Jack Ryan to know that he was going to defect not want to blow up America. So you needed some like <laughs> yeah. so he left Russia with yep. the, by the way we're going to spoil this mo- movie everybody which is clearly what we do on the gomers. Um yeah. but like he 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 leaves with mm. intention to defect. But he right. needed somebody to know that. Like to just like feel that.
0: Yeah, but isn't this the thing? Isn't this one of the reasons why you love it? And we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You love this kind of crap. How friggin' smart! How like superhero level smart yes. and intuitive.
1: Yes, Jack Ryan I, is. I love I, I, Jack Ryan is one of my heroes, and Jonesy, the semen, <laughs> the black dude, audio tech tech. Like engineer. Who I
0: thought you are talking about Jonesy, the cat in Alien. Oh, this is no, how no, 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 no. unfamiliar I am with the names of oh, these
1: seamen. Sorry. So, okay. He's Seaman Jones. They call him Jonesy. He's the dude like with the him. half glasses and yes, just really like a him. whiz with sound. And he's like playing I, tape. When back. I was
0: watching this dude. dude, I was like, this is Anthony's bread and <laughs> I butter. I love it. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, we we have Dude, to go back. Great. But before we do the one sheet in the in the VHS, I just have to go back to my pre my first Stricken. Okay, and I have a theory of why you just need to let it go, because okay. I I know you probably had a problem with it. Maybe not, um, which is the accents. So yeah. I think like Arnold or like any just huge star, mm-hmm. they just are. Okay, like Sean Connery <laughs> is. So like you didn't get Sean Connery into this because he does the perfect Russian accent, dude. You gotta because he do you, is. Do you think
0: that was ever in the conversation? I I should we try? It. Should we even oh. approach this with Sean Connery to have a Russian accent,
1: man? How how awkward would that be as a director and or producer and or writer to be like to approach somebody like that?
0: Because it's you not know, like Sean Connery is coming into, like, some room with, a with like, a folding table and the casting director behind yeah, it yeah. trying out for Hunt for Red October. Yeah. The, the, he's he's <laughs> offer only. They offered him this. <laughs> and there and was no do, other
1: either, like, no, I looked into then that. Then do there they
0: say, we need you to have a Russian accent, or do they just say, and this is my theory on the accents, mm-hmm. we're just going to hire all British actors or all, uh, all actors with an accent.
1: Uh, so that Americans are like, oh man, don't, don't like me. Too. You can so that so that
0: nineteen ninety dads can tell <laughs> the difference.
1: <laughs> They're not American, yeah. <laughs>
0: between the submarines,
1: is that how binary? Like they like America or other. <laughs> so I I
0: tell you what, it worked on me. <laughs> Tim okay. Curry's in that one, so that must be the Russian sub.
1: Okay, okay, I, I get it.
0: Um, so is Dr. Alan Grant should be up there with the dinosaurs, uh-huh. dinosaur DNA, but he's yep. down there for now. Yep. And so, okay, this guy is also a Russian because he has a he has an accent. He's Australian, right. I think, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Sam Neill. Yeah, I um, think so. Or New Zealand. He's a New Who? Zealander, I think. So that Who? so they're not all British accents, but they're all. And then you've got Stellan Skarsgård from Norway. Manning this other Russian submarine But
1: for me, I was like, okay, accent, bad guy Got it Okay, that is so funny So Aaron was like, when um, Sam Neill came up Because this is Mm -hmm. three years before Jurassic Park right? When he came up, she goes, is that um, Agent Smith? Oh, they do have a similar cadence. Those yeah, two dudes. Yeah. And actually look because I was like, wait, yep, you're right. Cuz I was like, wait, no but I was like, no, Sam Neill was in Lord of the Rings. And I was like, oh wait, no no no, that was Agent Smith. No, that was Agent Smith. You know Smith. What, like yeah. Don't they yep. actually super look alike? They
0: look alike and they kind they kind of talk alike.
1: I can see the confusion.
0: She's like, Is that sure.
1: Agent Smith?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> actually no, that's Doctor Grant from Jurassic Park was like, "Oh yeah," but then I was like, "But he's in Lord of the Rings, like, you know, like wigs, (laughs) (laughs) accents, totally, basically the same all that kind
0: of time frame." So, yeah. Um, So, anyways, that's my accent theory on why it was done.
1: Interesting. That makes perfect sense, dude.
0: Yeah, It, it, it whether it was intentional or not, that worked on me. Okay, it helped me with my submarine confusion.
1: Got it. Amazing.
0: Um, the other thing that we need to talk about. Okay. You mentioned early that we've been talking about the hunt for Red October
1: mm. for 14 years on the podcast. Totally. Since since we've been taking naps watching movies, which is this whole right. podcast.
0: Yeah. So we probably talked about it when we first talked about lay-down days and then we talked about what movies fall asleep to However, we don't we hard we rarely ever refer to it as the hunt for red October.
1: Uh-huh.
0: We refer to it as partner to a hunt for Red October.
1: Uh huh. Yep.
0: And every three or four years, we have to explain why we do that because then we also will say partner to some of all fears. Yep. Or partner to a league of their own.
1: Uh huh. Partner to Rathicon.
0: We are going to now once again explain what that word means. All right. Just be ready listener Jason It doesn't actually make any sense why we say it.
1: <laughs> it it doesn't make any sense. Okay. So do you want me to explain it real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, you should. Okay. Sure. So
1: growing up, I spent a lot of time with my aunt and uncle Mary and Terry. Actually, Terry mm-hmm. R.I.P. He passed away mm-hmm. a couple couple months ago. Um mm. anyways, the, the, it was in their vernacular like when you'd say something, you'd say like he works at Webcrafters. Okay, he worked at Webcrafters, which was formerly owned by Pleasant Roland, who then owned the Pleasant Company, which is now American Girl.
0: Okay. All right. Wow. So,
1: big deal. The fra- the Frouchies. She's, like, married to a f- Fauci. Frouchie. Frouchie. Really, really Stick rich. Stick with us,
0: listener. We're going to get to what it means. <laughs> rich
1: Madisonians. Okay, he worked at Webcrafters. Okay, they printed yeah, stuff. Yeah, got it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, uh, but she always says he works... Up to Webby's, not at Webby's, up to, like, you know, like, Stephen works up to InterVarsity. That doesn't make sense, but she always said Interesting. that. Interesting. And okay. then she would always say, partner 30 years. like Around
0: so, 30 years or close to. It's,
1: it's actually pretty near 30 years. To. So partner means pretty near. So, like, he worked, yeah, Terry, he's worked at Webcrafters for 30 years. She says, she said, Terry worked up to Webby's Pertner thirty years. Now, couldn't you also use it in geograph a geographical distance? Totally, yeah. Like, like Flagstaff, it's Pertner Phoenix. Phoenix. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm from okay. Madison. It's Pertner Chicago. Okay. Got totally. It. And that is complete Midwestern vernacular. Like, Got it. like Pertner. It, that she just said it all the time. They said it all the time. Mm-hmm. That's where I picked it yep. up.
0: Okay. Great. So, why in the world? <laughs> I think this is the listener's quandary, and why they can't remember what it means because I don't know. I think one. Time, I honestly, here is what I think it was. One time okay. you said it, we thought it was funny.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that was the the, uh, the other it?
0: thing that we do is we always misprint. No, it's not mispronunciation. We emphasize the wrong syllable. Yeah. Yep. When we say. The movie that we're talking about. So we'll say to partner to hunt for Red October.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not
0: how That's not how people say the movie. They say the hunt for Red October. Right. Or a partner to a league of their own. <laughs> 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 the league is not the... F- <laughs> I know. <laughs> Neither is wrath. It should be gone. <laughs> And so, listener, I, I just think we need to beg your forgiveness, because I, I have all sorts of language issues of people using words wrong. I mean, people know my latest literally thing, yep. where it's almost impossible to say it on the podcast anymore. Yep. For some reason, I have no problem with this very convoluted... I would say, like, it, it is, for some listeners, like... Hard for them to continue to listen to our podcast <laughs> just,
1: because oh they no. don't know what we're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> partner is as partner does, dude. Like, partner is, is as partner does.
0: It just is. It so, just is. that's the explanation. You can take it or leave it. Just, it's yeah. just us finding one another and ourselves funny.
1: Does anybody with their best friends say dumb crap? Right. I guarantee that, everybody has it, something like this. Remember, it was me and Alex with cake. We're like, dude, we're just gonna say cake. Like, yep, oh, dude, that's cake. Total yep, cake. My,
0: my friends with the word. My friends and uh, Nick and Joe. We say we say feline all the time. Yes, we that, call each other felines. We yep. know what that means, uh-huh. and it's actually kind of hard to explain, and so we don't.
1: It's kind of ironic, it, right?
0: It's an iron it, it means yeah. yeah, you're being ironically stupid. Yep. But you okay. know what you're. But you know what you're doing. Uh huh. Uh huh. T- I'm, the, the only difference between everybody hassling like this and us is that we have a podcast and right. say it once in a while. On the if podcast. they had a
1: podcast, they'd say feline all the time. Oh, for sure. And people would um, be like, "What is? why are you saying that, partner? Okay, let's zip through the, okay. <laughs> let's zip through the one sheet and I'll do the VHS. Great.
0: <laughs> but I'm a little nervous about this episode because I'm so unfamiliar with the movie. On the other hand, I have twenty things written down that I could talk oh. about if there's a lull. And
1: dude, you're in good hands. Th- that's what I thought. You're in good Definitely. hands. Definitely, I got you on this one. I feel so, I feel so empowered, dude. Because like so often, I'm in good hands. You know more. You're in good hands, bro. Well, I mean,
0: you think about even movies we've done this year, where Father of the Bride was a Stevens choice, obviously.
1: Yep. Loved and it. then
0: I was really familiar with both of our marathon or choice movies oh right and you not so much and then mm-hmm. I just feel like this is a this is my October gift
1: to you it's, a, it's an October surprise <laughs> happy Halloween <laughs> yes. all right dude so Gomer all one right. sheet hunt for red mm. oh wait I should have I just should have put partner on there but I put hunt for red October I wrote red, so. in red on the top Pertner to hunt for red October that's it now look at the tagline, dude. Invisible, silent, stolen. That's good. That's a cool tagline, right? Also, a great poster. Great poster, and really cool Lots of first red. first print book. Like, I would love the first edition of this book, which I haven't mm, read. But I
0: don't know what that looks like. I can't. I'm gonna look that dude, up. Dude, look up That's the cover. Like right up my alley.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Okay. Like, we should read this. We really should read this. Um, I Beach think it looks side. awesome. Okay. Um release date. Okay, this was weird. Um Box Office Mojo said February 2nd, but IMDb said March 2nd. So, I'm going oh. with March 2nd. February 2nd that, I like because you, it was Groundhog ahead. Day.
0: Well, but. yeah, that's true. Usually when there's two dates, it's limited release is the first date. Like play, now playing in select theaters in New York and LA. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll and see how they, it does.
0: Then it's a wider release. Date. It's a release it's a I think March is probably the better, the closer one. I'm looking at this okay. book cover, dude. Yeah. Zowie.
1: Dude, that's a good looking, right?
0: Yeah. So it's got, it's just, it's white. I think yep. it's probably the one, that's it, which I really like, a white 90s cover. It actually kind of yeah. reminds me of the Jurassic Park cover. Yes. Bold, The Hunt for Red October. There's a, a black submarine kind of, and then there's that, what is it called? Is it the is hammer and sickle? Hammer and
1: sickle, yeah, I think so.
0: Kind of embossed over it. Ooh, that's a nice cover.
1: It's a good looking cover. So apparently the the producer, um, let's see, uh, Mace Newfield, who probably did a lot of other things. Um, uh-huh. Apparently he saw that when he was in England. Uh-huh. Tom the cover he, you mean the book? Yes. He's not Eng- okay. He's not English, right? They were talking about who, this Tom book. Clancy?
0: No, he must be American. This Th- guy would, is
1: the most American. That would make no sense. Sorry. It's just he saw it there and literally, literally, dang it. Uh He bought, well, yeah, so you couldn't do this figuratively. He he literally bought the book. He literally, (laughs) he literally went and bought the book. (laughs) (laughs) He, he bought the rights. I'll forgive you. Like, he bought the rights. Wow. Like to option it as a movie.
0: Okay. Like,
1: like that. And then I think not only that, I love those kinds of stories. Yeah. Well, not only that. So Grisham would have been pre this just a little bit. I don't know if this a was big bit. in the 90s and 80s, but like he not only that, but like I think he optioned like all future Tom Clancy like oh, characters interesting. And, and stuff.
0: I, I feel like something similar happened with Michael Crichton and Universal, that mm. somebody at Universal bought all of all the rights to Michael Crichton stuff.
1: See, mm. it makes a lot of sense because... The, an, auth, an author is essentially a writer of movies. Like you write a book. If you have a great book, boom, you've got content.
0: You're, you're right? bu- what you're buying is like automatic, especially with an author like this or Crichton or King yeah. especially uh-huh. or Grisham, right? You're yep. buying like a library of yes. home run stories.
1: Easy, easy peasy. Yep. I think if That's I was great. a... If if I was a producer, I would want to do that same thing. Like, if you're if you're a quote unquote creative, different thing. You want to bring something out of nothing, right? Yep. Like like a George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. but IP that already exists, a library like that. Boom, home run.
0: Yeah, yep, definitely.
1: Um, so, anyways, but I guess John McTiernan like also wanted it. Um, okay. And so, but then then they just ended up working together, and he became the director of it. Okay. Because he loved it so much. So we'll talk about that in the evidence, the, the writing of it that I think was actually really interesting. Um, um, by the way, John McTiernan did go to jail for three years.
0: Really? <laughs> in 2006 because he illegally wiretapped one of his producer's phones who he didn't like. Dang. It looks like. And he went dang. to jail for three years and I don't think has directed anything since then for probably good reason.
1: Oh, damn! Wow. Shoot. Interesting. That is interesting. And too bad man don't don't do that just don't do that crap i mean nixon dude after that just don't do that crap stop tapping people <laughs> stop tapping people's what? phones like, m- just learn from richard nixon why
0: don't you come on john mctiernan <laughs> that's my that's my advice
1: <laughs> you dork um okay <laughs> uh running time i'm guessing you're going to have a problem with this but 2 hours 15 i can't wait to talk about that in the evidences okay. evidences mm-hmm. Uh, thirty million dollar yep. budget estimated. Uh, grossed the box office: one hundred twenty-two million U.S., two hundred point five million worldwide. That's that's a huge success. Hit. That is a straight hit. Yep. Wow. Straight from nineteen ninety. That's really good numbers, man.
0: Oh, dang.
1: That's great. Yep. Wow. Nominated for wow. three. A lot Academy. Of people went
0: to see this movie. What's that? That is incredible. I'm. i Can't get over that box office. Yeah. That is a ton of money yeah, for dude. a movie like this. Yeah. I don't think they make movies like this anymore. TV shows.
1: Totally. Yep. Well, I mean, clearly the Jack Ryan show, which I haven't seen. Yeah, and I right. just told you I love the Ryan verse. So I guess well, I'll have to. Well, I wonder to...
0: if, I've, I've not seen it either. I wonder if it's good. Yeah. Well, John Krasinski rocks. I mean, his jaw in that movie or in that TV series. So much jaw. His, jaw. his
1: jaw line. Wow. His, he's all jaw. Um uh-huh. <laughs> He's not all jaw. Dude, he's not all jaw, and neither is uh, our other buddy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Oh, Chris Pratt. Yep.
1: Do Yep. You just get like...
0: Yep, same with Paul Rudd. These guys didn't have jaws before. What no. is this? Is there like
1: jaw <laughs> surgery? I have or jaw something envy. Just, I definitely
0: <laughs> have jaw envy about, with these guys.
1: You know what? You got to let it go.
0: Also, Z. jaw inspiration. Jaw inspiration. I, I feel like maybe I could have a jaw. My jaw is false jaw at this point, right? With the just with beard. the facial hair, you can totally. create your own jaw.
1: Yep, create your own jaw. Without that, that.
0: this, nothing. Just just straight down from ear to <laughs> from ear to
1: shoulder. Dude, I uh, you you'd have to be one forty. I mean, just yep. just look at your sons. Look at our pictures from high school and college. All jaw. You you, you have to. So how do you maintain jaw like that in forties and fifties? Just be. (laughs) I'm
0: gonna Google that jaw maintenance.
1: Maybe that jaw that that like. Have you seen that one like that you like can squeeze with your jaw? Yeah. And like. Definitely. Yeah. Stupid. You know what? Who cares? (laughs) Embrace your jaw. That's what I say. Dude, just be you. Just like. Maybe you
0: have a The Office John Krasinski jaw. Maybe you have a Jack Ryan jaw. jaw, 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 John
1: Uh John Krasinski. Wait, but what about see Sean, Sean Connery's jaw? We don't have John
0: Connery. He, jaw, Sean?
1: Does he have he doesn't have a jaw. Maybe in James Bond he had a I'm jaw. I'm sure he does in James Bond, but now he has a like perfect beard. Like wow. I mean, just think about Henry Jones' beard in Partner to Last Crusade. I mean, perfect I beard. I love think
0: I love thinking about Henry Jones anytime. <laughs>
1: I will say but you're right beard, that beard it's as good as it gets.
0: W- yes <laughs> you're right perfect beard I we I mean what we've we've kicked around that for an yeah. episode two I just it would be no contest.
1: Hunt for Red October beard Henry Jones beard mm-hmm. doesn't get better can't be beat yeah do women find beards like that attractive? like a 60 70 year old dude? Women out there, let us know. I don't know the
0: answer to that question. I think so. I think that I mean I can't imagine somebody looking at Sean Connery's beard in this movie and saying, "Ew!" Right? That beard.
1: Yeah, it's a great.
0: What is he? What is he doing for beard maintenance down in the submarine? By it, the way,
1: it's so good. Totally. Also, uh, I, I I I was I was doing some research. Apparently, this was a hairpiece that he wears. Oh.
0: Interesting. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed three it.
1: Three or ten thousand dollar hairpiece and the first few days of filming he had them install a um a ponytail on it. Wow. So he had a ponytail for like three days and John McTiernan like hated it, I guess. And I they, mean so they, that's a good call <laughs> yeah. to get that out of there. Well, wow. So they had to do some reshoots because the ponytail was in some shots.
0: I love that. I mean, I I guess that really would have been a choice. And it would have been like, yep remember that one movie where Sean Connery had a ponytail? <laughs> yeah. that would have been the talk of the town Wait,
1: but what about his hair in uh Pertner to fa- uh not face off um the rock
0: he has doesn't he have a ponytail in that think so. Oh, you might uh, right? be
1: right. yep, oh my gosh, he's so good in that movie He's incredible. see he is right forget the accent he is is he bald he is he mm, bald he must ooh. be bald in the
0: rock. And in Last Crusade. Indiana Jones. Yep. Right? He's bald. Yes, definitely. So it's so a- that makes sense. I didn't even think about...
1: the. I, I did not notice the hairpiece. Great job, hair huh. person. Well done. Yeah. Okay, um, a couple other things from the one sheet, and then we'll move on. Um, I did notice... I mean, once again, we're back in the 90s. This was nominated for three Academy Awards. It won for Best oh. Effects Sound Editing. Wow, I just, okay. I just have to mention this is so dorky, but I have to mention mm. the sound editor. Her name it was Cecilia Hall and George Waters II. Okay, so okay. Cecilia Hall, she was the first woman to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Sound Effects Editing for Top Gun. Okay. And then she won for this. Uh, she received a British BAFTA nomination. And so now she's like a teacher. I was just, I don't know why. I just like, was really fascinated by her. Huh. She teaches wow. sound design now. And she's like a real trailblazer for female sound designers. Huh. And That's so awesome. I thought that was really cool. I loved that. And then I loved that yep. she also did Top Gun. I mean, just great sounding movies.
0: Two movies that the sound make the movie
1: in a lot of ways. It's in like a Pixar movie where you know you're looking at the screen and nothing is making sound. You have to do everything from like the ambient noise, uh-huh. yeah, up through so like there's ship noise, there's uh-huh. pings, there's like the noise of underwater like clanging and metal. It's, yeah, it's I just think it's absolutely fantastic and beautiful sounding. Like it, it, it really sounds good. So yep. good job, Cecilia. Um, Great job. Rotten look at Tomato- this
0: Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah,
1: 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, both wow. audience and critic. I mean, I put a bunch down for top song. Hold On was like number one in March by Wilson look Phillips. Look at these
0: songs. Yeah, I know. Look, look oh. at these.
1: Like, these were like the top 10, dude.
0: Wow. I mean, uh, that, what, what kind of medley would that be?
1: That Ice, would be Ice, amazing. Baby, Vogue, Nothing Only Compares to You.
0: Nothing Compares to You.
1: Okay, more, more than, than words. words.
0: Extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vogue. Now, I think I these are these are really th- this area or area this era of uh-huh. music is very precious to me because my sister used to tape uh, Casey Kasem's Top Forty every oh. week on a tape on a cassette tape. Wow. Or maybe it was this because we were in Austria and somebody would send us audio tapes of Casey Kasim's Top 40 and that's we would listen incredible. to them over and over again and this was the sweet spot.
1: Okay that's wow. that's pretty special. Yeah that's really awesome. cool. Um, last thing Simpsons and Seinfeld both debuted this year which mm-hmm. is like a paradigm shift I think for sitcoms and yeah I mean, definitely so, and another cast choice we've already gone over all the cast but they originally wanted Kevin Costner for this Mm-hmm. and you for Jack Ryan for Jack Ryan he couldn't yeah, do it he would be that age yep because he was like pouring into dances with wolves okay got it and the next person they wanted was Harrison Ford he couldn't do it or didn't want to do it mm. or something wow so they got well, they got him eventually they got a, a, a they said that we wanted to cast a young actor that is going to be a future movie star so they found wow. Alec Baldwin coming hot off of Beetlejuice
0: Right, because he's the dead husband uh-huh. in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Married to Gina Davis. He's got glasses on. I always forget yeah. he's in that movie.
1: Yep. He's good in that movie. It's just weird to think that Alec, like now it's like Alec Baldwin, and Sean Connery, they're like heavyweights, right? They've got this <laughs> new up and comer, right. you know? That's, I don't know. It's yep, cool. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, is Sean Connery dead?
1: He is. He. We looked him up in 2020.
0: Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember. hmm Okay. Um, remember in 30 Rock? Uh-huh. When they that bit about H going to H D. Yep, totally. And they show first they show Liz Lemon in H D and she looks kinda like she just woke up out yeah. of bed. That's the joke. Yo. Then they show Jack McBrayer in H D and he's a Muppet. Yeah, right. And then they show Alec Baldwin in HD, and he looks—he's—he's he's the Alec Baldwin and partner to hunt for Red October. Yes, yes. What a great one, two, three. So funny. So funny. Perfect. I—I th- th- I feel like that's a perfect joke. Great yep.
1: job. Perfect joke. There's, <laughs> there are dudes that just have like two or three looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Throughout their life. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld is one of them mm. where, okay. like, you think about Seinfeld during the show and now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Alec Baldwin had young Alec. Baldwin. See, um, Harrison Ford, he's just pretty much the same. Well, and then
0: you have guys like
1: Chris Pratt who go the other
0: way, right? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, he was one thing in Parks and Rec, and now he's like some other different, very different thing.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Changing Wait, what about looks. Harry met Sally, that dude. Bruno Kirby? No, 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 no. Sorry. Ugh. Julie, I'm sorry. The the guy. Oh. What the <laughs> heck? You forgot his
0: name and now I forget Billy Crystal.
1: Thank you. I,
0: but I think, like, a Billy Crystal becoming old, that he kind of looks like he's getting old. Alec Baldwin looks like a different person.
1: Two different from guys. This to
0: two different totally. people. Yep. Where you, yeah, yeah. you see that joke on 30 Rock and you're like, if you didn't know he looked like this, you'd be like, they yep. must have found some different actor.
1: Yep. But yep. I think
0: they actually pulled footage from The Hunt for Red <laughs> October for
1: that gag. Yes. So good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let me read the VHS. <laughs> We're only 50 minutes in. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Who knows when we're going to go forever Okay The Hunt for Red October It says on the top The first You gotta see it Blockbuster of the 90s Joel Siegel Mm. That's an interesting Interesting thing to say Since it's 1990
1: Interesting But I
0: guess that makes sense It's 1990 This is the first movie You have to see Joel Siegel is saying Mm. All right, Based on Tom Clancy's bestseller Directed by John McTiernan Die Hard And starring Sean Connery And Alec Baldwin the Hunt for Red October seethes with high-tech excitement and sweats with the tension of men who hold doomsday in their hands.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I mean, I kind of like that, the seething and sweating thing.
1: They're playing <laughs> but, okay, off that relax, Top Gun. Okay, relax, box. Right.
0: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Did you like the sweat in Top Gun? You'll love The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> a new Wait. technologically <laughs> superior soviet nuclear sub the red october now this is going to help me hopefully reading this is going to help me understand oh. the movie cuz i'm still a little confused okay okay a Got new it. technologically superior soviet nuclear sub the red october is heading for the us coast under the command of captain marco ramie Rami- how do you pronounce it ramius ramius ramias ramius, ramius, ramius I think yep Connery. The American government thinks Ramius is planning to attack. A lone CIA analyst, Baldwin, has a different idea. He thinks Ramius is planning to defect, but he has only a few hours to find him and prove it. Anthony, you got that's just like the. Uh, this is what you love, a few hours, <laughs> because the entire Russian naval and air commands are trying to find him too. The hunt is on! Exclamation point. Yes. Rated PG?
1: Yeah. Rated PG.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you said two hours and 15. It doesn't say that on here. Two hours and 15 minutes. Good news, nation. It's in color. W- lots of red, especially when things are going wrong, right? Red. But Marr, I feel like Marr. the
1: tone of the movie is blue. Like oh, dark. Interesting. Like uh, so much underwater. It's like, but yeah, yeah. the three ships do have a color. So like the mm. Dallas, the, yeah, right. uh, I can't remember the name of the other Russian one. And then the red October, they all have kind of different lighting. Like the, the red October oh. is like metallic and like very updated modern mm-hmm. and a little yeah. bit more spacious. Okay. Um,
0: cause it's the newest one, right? It's their, yeah. their new thing.
1: Yep. Then I think the American one is like a little brighter mm-hmm. and you know, American accents and, like, the the captain has, like, the tan shirt yeah. or, like, uniform, yep, yep. you know? And then yeah. Skarsgård, I think, is, like, more... I don't know if it's blue or red. I don't, it's one of those. But it's, like, you can just tell it's more... They're more pr- pressed in. I think the three ships, if you... When you watch it again, I think the three ships yep. do look enough different that you can kind of know where you are pretty quickly.
0: Okay. That should help me with my submarine confusion. Okay. All right. Let's go into the trial... I am looking forward to hearing what you're going to bring to try to prove that this movie is perfect. Let's do it.
1: British intelligence obtained these pictures two days ago. She's the red October, the latest Typhoon class. Captain's name is Ramius.
0: He's taken out the lead boat in each new subclass for the last 10 years. What are these doors? Those doors, sir, are the problem. They
1: really built this. This isn't a mock up or anything. She put to sea this morning.
0: This thing could park a couple of hundred warheads off Washington and New York, and no one would know anything
1: about it until it was all over. Just before he sailed, he posted a letter to Admiral Yuri Padorin in which he announced his intention to his missiles on the United States. We sail into history. The
0: entire fleet is after him.
1: I can't believe this
0: Sir We have been sabotaged The Russians want us to sink her we might have to do that Sean Connery Alec Baldwin Sam Neill Scott Glenn. The Hunt
1: For Red October I'm telling you he wants to defect I'll shake the man loose Rightful rudder
0: I'm crazy. eye all rise. Hey, how's it going over there? Oh, man, I love this noise so hard. Watches. All right, here we are in the trial. For the hunt for Red October, one the. Mm-hmm. Take out one the. It's cleaner.
1: Um, drop the second the.
0: Drop the second the. <laughs> it doesn't roll or off the tongue as put,
1: well. put Pertner into it.
0: Drop the second the and put Partner into it. It's cleaner. <laughs> okay, so this is what we do. We act. We pick a movie we love. We talk through it. We act as its defense counsel and present evidence. Usually we get two evidence apiece. This is an Anthony's choice. So I kind of feel like Mm -hmm. I'm along for the submarine ride in this one. Um, He's going to attempt to prove to me, to you, the listener, that the movie is perfect. When we're done, uh, Anthony gets a vote. I get a vote. And the collective listener gets a vote. If you all vote 75% yay, then that's a yes from you. The movie is perfect. Goes up to Job of the Hut during the Cantina scene as that delicious music is playing, that jizz music is <laughs> playing by fingering Dan and his both boys rather <laughs> I can't remember. I think I got most of that right. Um yep. he's distracted, so he doesn't show up and bother Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. He watches through all these perfect movies. He is converted into a good guy, but it's too late. Grown-up Leia strangles him with a chain. It's a bedside conversion, so it's all we can hope for for Jabba. But that's what we're trying to do. Save the universe one bad guy at a time with these movies.
1: (laughs) Stellan Skarsgård from uh, Dune, right? (laughs) Next next season.
0: (gasps) Oh, next season we could try to convert Stellan Skarsgård from Dune. (laughs) Dune. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> floating around up there in his black wet robe or
1: whatever oh man how much of that is even him i don't even i get don't it. know
0: oh boy he's good in that and he just showed up in andor
1: so ooh, really got my juices oh. flowing oh um, okay
0: my favorite performance is in of course mamma mia where he sings and he is not Whoa. a good singer okay <laughs> at all him speaking of james bond pierce brosnan yep not a good singer not a good singer but somehow, dude, it's a, they charm the pants off me in that movie.
1: They just auto tune it. It's all good.
0: Pierce Brosnan is aggressively auto tuned. <laughs> like you can <laughs> almost see the auto tuning in that
1: movie. <laughs> you can see <laughs>
0: like a sound guy behind him, feverishly typing <laughs> yeah. on a keyboard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when you get in, we we've been talking about this even with podcasting. Like when mm-hmm. you start to get into editing, like we've gotten into over the years, you just yeah. start to hear that stuff. Oh yeah. So like when, when you're listening to a podcast and you're like, and then he went over there. Like
0: it's also from a lot of like reality TV watching. Oh yeah. Where it's like, and I like him. <laughs> okay. You don't you don't see the mouth moving, but you're like, I can't even like. it's it's like them saying Partner before it. It's yeah, just it, all messed up.
1: Yeah, like when on Survivor when they they're doing like an interview, like a talking head, and then mm-hmm. they cue to something else and keep the interview Cut going. Away. Yep. If you listen on headphones, which I rarely listen to TV on headphones, but if you were to listen yeah. to one of those on headphones, right? Because they figure people are listening, half listening, yeah, on a sucky TV, mm-hmm. and don't care, and
0: right and don't know only listen
1: once like you know like you don't yep, rewatch that stuff
0: I, that's that's actually a pretty good point like like who cares they're just going to wa- how many times are they going to watch episode 3 of the 40th season of survivor
1: right it's basically throwaway content like, Oh
0: wow i never thought of it that way so we notice it but nobody cares yeah it's i mean especially it's, it's, the sound designers yep. <laughs> or the sound editors <laughs> Well, it's, it's
1: like, it's just like, think about how we know every idiom of like, or, or voice, you know, anything from like a new hope, you know, like a sound I haven't, a a presence I haven't felt since. Beat. Beat. Like, you know, like (laughs) turn around. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Definitely. It's. I mean, A a New Hope is the most generous example that you could give because everybody knows that one. I mean, think about the beats we know in like Partner to a League of Their Own or Partner to Space Camp where you know every beep and bloop that Max does. Friends forever. Friends forever.
1: Absolutely. Or like the way a bassoon like plays a F and sort of fracks in one of the pieces in, in space Mm -hmm. camp. Yep. (laughs) I, 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 because when we did Jurassic park,
0: we did that episode in the time it took for us to do the intro of this episode. (laughs) I sometime, sometime want to go back to Jurassic park because there's also like a, there's a part in Jurassic park where the film kind of hiccups Mm. that is such an intimate part of my life.
1: Mm. I just yeah. I
0: just know it's coming up, and I know there's like a little bit of a film fold almost, where it yeah. goes... And it's kept yeah. in every... Even in streaming, it's yep. still in there. Um, and it's just like those kinds of things. You watch those over and over again. But you're right. An ADR voiceover in... Oh, an episode of The Bachelorette, nobody's going to care yep. about. Who cares? Yeah. Um, now, speaking of sound, and we already have spoken of sound in this
1: mm-hmm.
0: episode about this movie. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just the ambiance of this whole thing. That's why, yeah. like, even though I was kind of lost sometimes, um, I don't know if you know what I mean by this. It, It almost doesn't matter. Mm. I feel this way sometimes in a Christopher Nolan movie where I'm lost. Uh-huh. But it almost doesn't matter because of the world that's been created, the the way it looks and the way it sounds. And I think, oh, I'll watch it again and I'll get it next time.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, I think some of these kind of movies are meant to be watched more than one time. Yeah. Opposite of Bachelorette or <laughs> Big Brother or Survivor.
0: Yeah. where it's a one and done.
1: hmm. All right, dude. Can I chunk in? Please all right dude so <clears throat> my first piece of evidence and we've been talking about the writing
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay uh now here i watched the review of siskel and ebert as i always do before these okay before these 80s 90s movies i mean they they were the the show to watch right like they were like the voice of
0: movie criticism right i mean i I listened to that podcast about them but i oh yeah i mean i I think mostly they were like the voice of the 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 popular voice Mm -hmm. of movie criticism where that's where people would go instead of reading a long i don't know new yorker review of a
1: movie Uh uh-huh now what is the point of a movie critic really Either you <laughs> like it or you don't. You know what I mean? Like Wait a minute.
0: Some- we can't go down this rabbit hole. That's okay. what we're What's the point sorry. of a movie podcast then? Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
0: we don't want people to
1: say, "Yeah, what is the point?" And shut this off. Yeah. I'm, why am I wasting my time on this? for <laughs> when you could watch the movie. Yep. Okay. But here's here's what Roger Ebert said, and I'm using mm. it as as one of my pieces of evidence, which is okay. Great. He said so. He he had read the book. He loved the book. Our first movie is the
0: Hunt for Red October, and this is a slick, intelligent, well-constructed movie version of the best-selling
1: novel by Tom Clancy. Mm-hmm. They both loved this movie. I think it was two thumbs up. They were raving about it. Wow. And um, Ebert said this is a smart book, and they did a perfect job of translating it into a movie in order, in a way that is a. He said it's a crystal clear plot.
0: What's also a little surprising is how easy the plot is to follow. If you've read Tom Clancy's book, as I have, you may remember what a complex plot it had. In the movie, everything is clear as crystal, and that helps the suspense a lot.
1: That's what Ebert said. Yeah, okay. So I've only, I've seen it tons of times, like I said, falling asleep in the background, making reads, because I love the way it sounds. Um, But last night I really sat down and watched it. Like you yeah. did, yeah, and week, and you said you go. watched
0: it with your girls.
1: Yep, the
0: it's ten and
1: seven. Yep, ten and seven, Is that right? Okay, uh-huh. almost, almost 11 Eleven. She'll she'll be eleven on Saturday. She'll be eleven once this comes out. Um, oh, that's right. Yep. I really thought, dude, it's pretty stinking easy to follow. Now I know I've seen it a hey, bunch of times. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I was like, not not only did I think, oh, I totally get this. Like where yeah. it's going and, and whatever, what the other thing Ebert said is it's like, it's written in a smart way so that if you get it, you actually feel kind of good about yourself. <laughs> he was oh, like, man,
0: this is bad news for me. Uh, All this news
1: is bad news. Th- th- this is just what he said. And when I watched the last yeah. lesson, I was like, he's totally right. Um, because I-, I think it flies by dude. I don't, okay. for me, to me, I I think it's a pretty sweet thrill ride. That doesn't Mm -hmm. have many lulls, like it ends. I agree with that. Yeah, it ends like he's he's up and he shoots that dude, and then Mm -hmm. and then it's the the uncle from Partner to Secret of My Success with the Russian (laughs) diplomat, and they're like, "Where's that other sub?" I don't know.
0: Wait, Uh, hold on. on. uh, Right now, right now, I'm I'm lost.
1: Right now, (laughs) maybe (laughs) it's the Secret of My Success uncle thing. There, there might be three people on earth that know what I just said.
0: <laughs> very <laughs> narrow. That was a very deep cut. And just so you know, didn't help me understand the plot of this movie. Sorry. I no, I I get I get it. I don't want to say, I don't want people to think like, what a moron. He didn't get the Mm-mm-mm. hunt for in October. No, no, there no. were just times in the movie where I was like, maybe this is purposeful. Where I was like, mm-hmm. who's good? totally I, like, I knew what ma- happened it, go and ahead. so
1: and also mm-hmm. you know what ebert had read the book so when seeing it portrayed on screen he was like oh yeah okay yep. Mm-hmm. yep so he said it was crystal clear but he had the advantage of having read the book so that probably helped do you want to like do like a minute plot synopsis dude i th- that that
0: back of the vhs helped me okay Okay, what what if I tried to tell you okay. after watching this movie one time okay. what I think happened in this movie? <laughs> Is okay, that a good, good idea? That really Actually, I think we should maybe make this a segment sometime before we watch the movie that we haven't seen before. Fun. So like I love it. if there's an if there's a Stevens choice and you've never seen it before, you yeah. try to guess what happens in the movie. Okay. No, I love it. This might not be as fun because I just saw the movie. Now it's been a yeah. week since I saw it. Yeah. So there is. I do not remember. Well, we'll see. Okay. So here's what happens yeah. in the movie. I think. Right. Sean Connery and um, Dr. Alan Grant are mm-hmm. Russian men who mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. Uh, who are submarine guys. Yep. I think Sean Connery's wife is dead, and mm-hmm. so he's sad mm-hmm. about that.
1: Super sad. And he was at so, he was at sea when it happened. He said. He, oh, okay. he said. I made. It. I made her a widow the day I married her.
0: Okay, the, so he's got like. The day I went to
1: see her or something like that.
0: Got it. So he's got like dead wife sadness stuff happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I. So think... basically, it's sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's sleepless in Seattle on a boat. <laughs> the per-
0: Okay, now I get it. <laughs> so he's sad about that. So he decides he's going to defect. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like Russia. He really doesn't like the fact that Russia made this new submarine that um, is undetectable yeah, by yeah. radar. It's like and it- so he can go right up to the coast of the 50-nifty the, the United States mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just shoot a nuclear weapon at them and start World War III. He yeah. does. So he doesn't like that his wife died while he was at sea, and he mm-hmm. blames Russia. He also doesn't like that he could... Start World War Three, And so yeah. he, and s- this is where it kind of gets confusing to me. Some of the crew of the Red October.
1: Yep. The officers. Decide to defect. The officers. So it's all yes. the officers? It's the officers. So he and it's like his closest to like pupils and apprentices over the years. Okay. Which Skarsgard so that's was why the one cook- of. Oh, I didn't Skarsgard know that. Skarsgard actually was one of his. Like former students. They called, what did he call him? Ill uh, something or other, like the the teacher, something like that. Okay. So he's okay. like the old statesman teacher guy of all the other Russian sub commanders.
0: Okay, got it. Um, that's helpful. Il Vilsnik or something. <laughs> I can't remember.
1: Oh. Um,
0: the, the, it's important to realize that Sean Connery and his officers are speaking Russian, but we're understanding them in English the whole time.
1: Yes. A interesting plot point about that is, and I heard somebody else say this was that on the word Armageddon, he's reading like Revelation. That dude's reading uh-huh. Revelation on the word Armageddon, which apparently is the same word in Russian and English. That's when the where English it turns. And I okay. actually love it when that happens in a movie when you're in a language. It's a great moment. I mm-hmm. think it's kind of cool. Like you're like, okay, everybody knows they're actually speaking Russian, but we can't. You know, we don't speak Russian, yes. and we don't want to read subtitles of- the whole time.
0: Now, for some reason, I knew that this happens in the movie, and I think I've referenced it on the podcast before, like I've seen the movie, which I hadn't. Right. Um, so they are—they have this plan, and this is where it also gets muddy. I don't, I don't really understand the plan to maybe to go into this trench, but then there's this other American sub that's going around in the ocean, and there's this one really smart guy that you love. Jonesy. Who's like, I heard it.
1: Uh huh. Sounds like whales humping, or like right. a, a magma displacement, or something. And so I
0: heard it. So let's chase it. So then they chase it. Hmm. Mm. Then for some reason Jack Ryan gets involved. See, <laughs> I'm losing. I'm losing it now. I don't remember why Jack Ryan gets on that helicopter and
1: okay. goes
0: to the American sub because he it. You also... There's one woman in this movie. That's his wife. You see her oh, Beverly briefly, Crusher I think.
1: From Star Trek The Next Generation.
0: <laughs> okay, put a pin in Star Trek because I also have a thought about that. Okay, um, great. But he's got, he's got this feeling or something that Sean Connery mm-hmm. is good and he's defecting. And so for the rest of the movie, he is trying to convince the... Which it reminded me of some other movie. He's trying to convince the movie, like tr- he's trying to convince them, trust me, dude, I know it's it.
1: some of all fears. It's it's exactly some of all fears. Ben Affleck right was yeah. studying the guy and he was like, he would not do this. He is a good dude, right? Like, and so okay, um, that's a, like a Jack Ryan thing. It's a Jack Ryan thing. He writes books about Russian dudes <laughs> and knows every. He's the smartest guy in the room. Handsomest Jack Ryan for does. Sure. He's an author. Yes. Jack Ryan, the yes. character,
0: is a, it writes books about Russia, and, learns, and that's how come right? he knows
1: all about it. He learns. He's, he's, he's a he's a he's a he's a, a not a pen, he's not a pencil pusher though because he's an ex. He was in no, the military, and he that's the thing. He's he,
0: jumping out of helicopters too. He's it, that's yep. it's a very Indiana Jones thing too, right? He's not just a uh, archaeologist. He also knows how to use a whip.
1: Yeah. He's Jack not Ryan, just an every man.
0: He wears glasses sometimes, <laughs> but also he can shoot a gun in a submarine at a cook. So he gets some, he's like, no, th- Sean Connery's good. Finally, they agree, uh-huh. but Tim Curry, he's in that Russian sub too. And he's like, mm, yep. I don't know. <laughs> what if
1: McAllister.
0: What what if, Sean Connery thinks, we somehow got all the Russians off of the submarine so we could defect, so somehow there's a plan there. They get all the Russians off besides the officers.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Everybody's off. Alec Baldwin and that other guy come in. There's some shooting from Uh the cook, but they kill him, and then they go to Maine.
1: Yay. (laughs) Okay, dude, that was pretty. C- that was pretty tank good. That was, here, okay, so basically, Ramius wants to defect, and he doesn't want Russia to have this super weapon. Right. So he's bringing all which the is way basically
0: to- a stealth submarine. You can't yes. see it on the radar. Right. What is okay. it? Got it.
1: Uh, Invisible. The caterpillar. Silent. Stolen. Yeah. Yeah. The magneto drive or whatever. Which right. more yeah. crap that I friggin love. I mean, I love those technical manuals from Star Holy Trek: The Next Generation. Designed by Okay, Denise let me Okuda. say this
0: now then. I got serious Star Trek vibes from mm. this movie. So, Total it early 90s. Felt yep. Like, and so I'll just say this, and it's, I'm not, this is not, it's in the best way possible. It felt like an episode of Star Trek to me.
1: Mm. That's really good. Where, wow,
0: there's a problem to solve. Yep, they can't get out of their ships because You're, there's water, and it's in the same uh-huh. sh- in the same. Th- so it, there's totally a confined right. space. Yep, it kind of goes between people arguing on the ships to what Alex and I used to call space parts. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we would watch Star Trek movies or Star Wars movies, just space parts.
1: Just space, okay, yeah. That's we funny. would fast
0: forward through all the romance stuff and all the conversation just yeah, to when boring. the spaceships were fighting. Sure. And so it cuts between that. There are space parts, but it's ocean parts. Mm -hmm. And then they're just... And then... So do you see what I mean? Like, this seems like there might be a Star Trek episode about a bad guy trying to defect. I'm sure there is.
1: I can't think of one right now, but that is a perfect Star Trek TNG plot. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So this is like Sleepless in Seattle meets a Star Trek The Next Generation episode underwater. Like
0: meets the abyss
1: meets oh abyss bro (laughs) we gotta talk abyss someday dude that is so good
0: i mean avatar 2 is coming out in december we might want to just do a james cameron
1: ep oh man i love i love it's too bad that that one didn't do so well but i love the abyss i love it i I think it's my second favorite third favorite yeah of
0: the cameron movies yeah, it's so. Good. Anyways, you're right. So there, even even some there was some abyss in it, right? Because you have mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. be launched out of one submarine to get into another. That that yep. felt Star Trekky to me too. So yep. I was really into that. Um, so part of maybe what I was feeling was I think I could have gotten this, and this has to do with length. And I know you don't like this, but right. if it was an episode of a TV show, yeah. Um, and I think I just got kind of confused with the machinations of the plan
1: I see that yeah. both
0: of these guys had and how they were intersecting.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know how the plan actually worked because they had to like just know what the other person was thinking, yeah, right, like yeah, because what they said at one point was like, we need to figure out a way to mm-hmm. get him off the ship, but have them think the ship blew up because all these officers right, okay, are going to go back now. to Russia and yeah, say yeah. they stole our ship. So now Russia is going to be like, America has the Red October and that's really bad. They're okay, like, I like, like that. our, our I top about secret that stuff. They're like, we need to get them off of it so that they're safe, so that mm-hmm. they don't all die because the officers are willing to die. dire effect. But they
0: still care about the crewmen slash... Yep. If they die, that's not fair to them. Okay, that. Yep. But also, we have to get them off the ship to see our ship blow up and think we're dying, dead, and leave us alone.
1: Yes. But I don't know. All right. I don't know. I I see. I kind of think that uh, he was okay with them being safe and then defecting, and then whatever happens, happens to to the geopolitical. I'm in Montana. Like like Sam Neill, right? He's like, I want to have a fat or a round wife, and I want to have rabbits or something like that, and she cooks them for me.
0: Is so is. that that would have been a scene that Alex and I would have skipped. I'm glad I didn't because I really actually loved that scene, the Sean Connery and Alan Grant talking about yeah their American dreams. I know It <laughs> was pretty cool. I kind of like that part.
1: Dr- I mean, like it's, him- it's
0: it's a it's a good movie. I just felt like. I'm a little lost, and maybe this would have been better as a episode of the new Jack Ryan show. I got now, it. I know th- it made 200 million dollars. So who am I to talk? People well, it was, went it was, to see
1: this movie. It was March 1990, right? It was this 32 years yeah. ago? It's a Post, I, I I I could be totally wrong. When I was doing research for like top current events, I think the East Germany West Germany coming together was this year, 89. Okay, I think that was yeah. Um, it was yeah. yeah so. so
0: that makes so then there's like it's kind of like the
1: end of the Cold War. So but yep. it, but it was 1984. Like this is very hot in the news ish. Mm. You know, like you've just lived through that. Yep. You know, maybe there was more intrigue built up around that. Like it was more and, in the collective consciousness of the day.
0: Am I wrong that like political thrillers mm. in the movies in the 90s that was just a different filmscape right like right i'm I'm gonna look up political thrillers 90s just to see what some of them are okay clear they have uh, uh, it's all these right but then you have like in the line of fire that's uh, a i mean there there are hundreds what the heck and even things like the grisham stuff pelican brief kind of fit in this yep courage under fire the insider um city hall primary co- like all all this like what if something went wrong in the white house
1: yeah <laughs> and then what and then, would you do then doesn't is it's the late 90s 2000s kind of become like what if everything blew up <laughs> right like armageddon <laughs> <Yes>. uh <laughs> right. independence day 2012 like it day after tomorrow
0: yeah, that's right. It moves out of the Deep political impact.
1: thriller into
0: the, like the global disaster.
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: And then and now it's just the sludge of superhero. Now it's just superhero. Yep. And and other franchise stuff. IP, I I have comic book. A lot of hope that we're coming out of that. Um, into oh. something new in the 2020s. But it is interesting to think about the 90s being just saturated bro with political thrillers yeah. like this.
1: Dang. Yeah, it well wow. it just must have been that was what was in the water, you know. Yep. So I still okay, is there anything else in that? So like um they were going to defect. I kind of think because remember there was a scene where Alec Baldwin is he just he just took a shower and he's like He's like, boy, Russians don't do anything. Don't take a dump without a plan, right? Like that's the dude from Die Hard Two. Um,
0: Which dude? Oh uh, no, I wish gosh. I knew who it
1: was. Uh, the guy in the in the Air Command, you know, like in yeah. Die Hard Two. Um, uh, dang it!
0: I wish I knew who you're talking about.
1: Dang it! This this, this I, McClane I, I, I'm really- McClane t- like. <laughs> You know he, he's. Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. Okay, that guy, the guy that's from Law and Order or something. Yeah he's yeah. He's like, yeah. Okay, I like him. He's up in the control tower in mm-hmm. Die Hard Two. I
1: saw him at an airport yes. in New York. I actually rode a plane with that dude. What? I did. Uh huh. Wowzers. I okay. I think he I'm ended impressed. up going into into politics. Like I think he ended up that's running. That's
0: right. He was a senator or something. I've got to find who this guy is. Um, is it- okay.
1: Keep going. Okay, I didn't even write him down. Oh,
0: his name is Fred Thompson. That's it. Yep. He was an American politician. Politician mm-hmm. is first.
1: Former Before member of the United States end. Senate. Yeah, 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 that's right.
0: Wow, okay. Interesting.
1: But yeah, and he's, this guy's got quite a face. Fred Thompson. Totally. Wow. So typecast in this kind of stuff. Like yeah, a lot of these yep. dudes are so typecast. Like this is exactly what that person mm-hmm. in that in that position should look like. Um, yeah. Like all all researchers look like Alec Baldwin and Harrison Ford <laughs> and Ben Affleck <laughs> and John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah. Chris Pine. Um, definitely, they all look like that guy. <laughs> that jaw. Um, mm-hmm. But so Fred Thompson is like Russians don't take a dump without a plan. Right. Um, by the way, we're recording a movie here. We're not making a political statement, okay? Um, mm, if, no, not with any of this. We don't, this, And we
0: don't endorse. I have no idea what his political leanings are. We don't endorse Fred Thompson
1: or whatever that guy's name right. was. <laughs> Even though he's really awesome in this and Die Hard too. Yes. I do but, endorse that, his acting. Yep. So he's sitting there and he's like, he does an impression of him. That's another Die Hard dude. He's like, he does a Fred Thompson impression. Alec Baldwin does. And he's like... He's You're like, right. Boy, boy, Russian doesn't take a dump without a plan. And then <laughs> yep. he's thinking, what is Ramius thinking? He's like, mm-hmm. they need to escape off that ship. So that's what gets okay. him to go to the ship. He's like, you need to get me on that sub that has heard about the Red October, and then we're so gonna get. To-
0: if so, if I watch this movie again, mm-hmm. will it feel less of a ju- like a jump to me? Like I was kind of totally thinking. Think. How? What? I don't quite get the. I guess well, it does help me to remember that Jack Ryan wrote books about
1: Russians. The very opening. The very opening he is knows at his house. This guy after the whole cold hard thing. New. Uh, uh, oh, Sean wow. Connery. When now mm-hmm. I'm almost asleep. Then they show. They show. Uh, in, in England, they show his desk. And his little mm-hmm. computer. And it's just drawings of schematics of submarines. It's totally so plausible. Th- yeah. You could sketch this stuff. Okay.
0: So you're, you, you, the assumption is then Jack Ryan is like Matt Damon in The Martian. Right. He's just, oh, I, I hear that. I hear that. Sorry. Um, what is that, your landscaper outside? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is it that um, it always lines up to? It?
0: It's just amazing. Um He's supposed to... You, you just trust that he is smart enough that he can get off of Mars, Matt Damon, right? Right. Because he's a Mars expert.
1: Yep. Well, he's really a botanist.
0: He's a botanist, but he's just knows a lot about Mars, and he knows about all these things, and so you're just like, okay, I could never think of that, but he can, and so I kind of go
1: with it. Right. Just That's like Jack
0: on- Ryan with Russians, is like yes. Matt Damon with
1: potatoes. Yes, exactly, but then can also okay. drive... He ends up driving the Red October... <laughs> Right, right he can With also pilot a submarine wheel. <laughs> which i wonder about those two like how do you like you can't see anything you know uh, what I, I mean i do not understand that's like so j-
0: put a window on it <laughs> am i wrong <laughs> I don't
1: know transparent aluminum dude star trek four <laughs> a windshield uh-huh.
0: Even a little porthole, those little yeah.
1: round ones. Or what about a camera? You know, like, put a bunch of... I mean, it, the the technology didn't exist Well, that's what the infrared then,
0: thing is, right? Sure. It, it's, uh, I, I mean, submarines, man.
1: Yeah. I, I don't get it. Actually, this this is a good time to mention something. This is very important. Maybe why okay. I secretly like this movie, or not secretly, but, like, intrinsically. Which yeah. is... You didn't know this, but maybe you did, but both my grandfathers were in World War II in the Navy...
0: You've mentioned this before, okay, okay, but I didn't know. Maybe that were they in
1: submarines? Yeah, yeah. So my grandpa, Georgeson, was on mm. a submarine. Okay, which blows my wow. mind, right? Like, isn't that crazy? Like that actually happened. Uh,
0: I uh, yeah, I I'm I. That is something that impresses me when I watch a submarine movie. Like, how do these actual guys mm-hmm. do
1: it? Richard Alvin Georgeson. Was okay. My grandfather's name, and he was on a submarine. That's why how he met my grandma, Georgeson. Uh, because they he ended on the being, submarine. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ava, what's Ava Fasolino doing here? <laughs>
0: here? I didn't notice you there.
1: No, no, sorry, that didn't make any sense. But he, he, uh, they ended up stationed in Boston
0: or whatever while while they were in the navy. Yes. Okay, got That's
1: it. That's how he met Ava Fasolino which that is so mm. cool, man. That is how hardcore romantic. Navy dude awesome. in Boston, yeah. right? Meets this like Italian dude. There's a, I got to show you this picture of them. Like mm. that we have, they look so cool. This is like 19, I don't know, 40 or something.
0: Yeah. This is like that guy. That's like dipping that woman in Times square, yes. kissing her. That's how I always, that's how I'm going to imagine your grandpa, dude. Their picture. And looks, grandma, Ava Fazzolino is that lady.
1: Yeah. Like almost that cool. Like I huh. want like they just look I don't know if it's pictures, if it's style, if it's fashion. Yeah, what it is, but it's like we all look schlubby compared to that, like t-shirts and hoodies <laughs> and stuff. You know, like they, they <laughs> hey, look for no a t-shirt. I know. <laughs> I, what are you <laughs> saying? My my hoodie's there. My t- you know, but it's like I know what you mean overcoats yeah. and dresses and like mm-hmm. they just look look incredible. Um anyway, yeah. so I just I I always think about my grandpa Georgetown like I've tried on, I've said it before, but I tried on when I was in high school, his, his uniform. uniform and right. like could squeeze into it at like 110 pounds. You mm, know, like these wow. little, you know, little these are college, early 20s dudes. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other thing that I, that I um, when I was researching about this a little bit is I was wondering, can they actually smoke?
0: Is there smoking? Um, I couldn't remember. Is there smoking in, smoking in this movie? There's
1: tons of smoking in this movie. It's actually a plot point because they keep offering <laughs> Alec Baldwin a cigarette. Oh, and right. And he says no okay, I until he gets to the Red October. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He accepts their their greeting of a cigarette and then he like right. coughs and they're like.
0: Oh, they make fun of him. Yeah. Because he coughed. when he, Yeah. Because uh-huh. he's never. Is, yeah. the, is the implication there that that's the first cigarette he's ever smoked?
1: I, I, I don't quite understand that joke. I think it's sort of like he's green. He's not okay. a, a submarine guy. Got it. Um, but apparently, they totally did allow smoking. Like, it was their pleasure. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you're in, like, truly, like, they're mm-hmm. stuck in this, like, you, like, yes. tiny thing for months at a time. Ugh. Like, how? I, that's like claustrophobic and scary. It's not like oh, you can yeah. order in or go for a run. Or no,
0: I, I get claustrophobic I think i would not do well in a submarine yeah or probably a spaceship unfortunately yeah i think it's probably a similar thing well it's even worse in a spaceship because you're you got the, that all that stuff on <laughs> <laughs> right and in this in this, if you could take a shower <laughs> in this submarine apparently right and like Cook and stuff. I'm just thinking about like when you're launched off into a spaceship and you have that space suit on. I guess if you're like in one of those big
1: rotating things, you can run on a treadmill and stuff. Yeah, you could at least move. Like if you're if you if you make it into like a um an Andy Weir movie, you're good. Right. Like you're good for yeah, that. Yeah, you're
0: good in that. But I don't think in real life.
1: No. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad. I know. I'd be like all itchy and dirty and stuff. Just imagine how it smells. Dude, I would say in a
0: spaceship, but also in a submarine, it's got to smell bad. And if they're smoking too, come on.
1: It, well, so that's what I was thinking is I remember flying to Europe when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Well, you too. And like mm-hmm. the, the flights, you you had smoking and non-smoking sections. There is a smoking section. Yeah. But I mean, was. It, the whole thing smells like smoke. And yeah. isn't fire the worst thing to happen on a boat or a plane? And like you're lighting fire in your mouth <laughs> and like smoke. <laughs> like, it's a good point.
0: So I don't think they should have been smoking down to that submarine or shooting guns, which is that is that also a joke? Like, why did they bring? No, that's in a different. No, submarine they've, movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably something else. And that's that Crim- plays on a crimson
0: tide. Ooh, I think they say yeah. that like he Pertn- brought a gu- Why did you bring a gun into a submarine?
1: Mm. Partner to the Widowmaker. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Partnered b B forty eight or something. There's a K nineteen or something. B fifty two. Yeah. was well, something like that. Lots of submarine movies too in the nineties. The Weird. Memphis
1: Bell or something like that. I don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Well. Okay. So. But you did you say both of your grandpas? Yeah,
1: he was uh, were in my in grand, submarines. Grandpa Churchill was in a on a aircraft carrier, I believe. Oh right,
0: which uh, is that is so
1: cool. I know in Pearl Harbor, dude. Like Jessica's no, not, grandpa not was during, a, sorry, not during Pearl Harbor, but like he was stationed okay. there. Like, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. But Jessica's grandpa was there at Dang. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Wow. And never talked about it. Wow.
1: And he's You gone would ask now? him
0: he you would ask him questions. He's gone now, wow. but you would ask him questions about it and he just would not talk about it.
1: Dang.
0: So it's always been kind of like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not a super talkative guy to begin with, but that was something that would just shut him down. So Whoa. very interesting. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so obviously there's cool things about it and also horrific things about it. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably why he wouldn't talk about it. Um, wow. But yeah, I so lots of times when I'm watching a movie like this, I often go to like, what was life actually like down there? I mean, we talked about like when would we talk about the Titanic and like
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showering <laughs> and eating. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, it's it's weird weird science on YouTube or weird Okay. Something. Weird history. Not mm-hmm. weird science. That's okay. a Movie. Yeah. Weird history. Yeah, you just watch it's like 10 minutes. That's not minute... Alec Baldwin,
0: is it? Weird science. Ooh. Val Kilmer? I think it no, might be No, weird Kilmer.
1: science is like those those, like, teenage oh, it's guys. two teens who make a yeah. robot woman. They make a babe out of their, like, computer. Don't look it up. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you saw me starting I to Google. I you warned me off. Don't Google weird science. No matter what you do, don't go to Channel 53. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Um, yeah, so I just, it is interesting to think uh, what, what uh, submarine life was like. And yeah, and trying on that uniform was one of those like mm. me and my cousins, we like all did it. My grandma was like just thought it was the coolest thing, like super oh, meaningful. Okay. For she wasn't her. upset
0: about it. No. Okay.
1: Oh gosh, cool. no, it's not like mm. yeah, like sh- like they brought it out. Like actually, there's yep. a picture of me okay. wearing that. I wish I could find that.
0: Wow, that would be a find.
1: I for know, sure. That would be so cool. Um so dude, I didn't really share any other evidences. No, do you have but any more? I'm curious. I, I do have... A, let me just... Well, we can just rapid fire. Okay, that's great. I just... I I already mentioned it. I love how this movie sounds. The sound design mm-hmm. won the Oscar. Um, yeah. I think, like... I think that's part of what makes it, like, the perfect napping movie for me is, like, the pings. And right. there's not a lot of... There's only, like, 10 gunshots in this movie. You know what Mm-mm. I mean? Like, there's not any There's a lot of clanking. Loud, there's clanking. There's a hammer on the top of the thing. There's And some... sometimes a submarine will go by and it'll just be like this
0: deep, like, uh, thrum. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, w- which, I, I wonder if that's actually... Like, does a sound designer, sound person like this... Yeah. Listen to actual sounds of submarines and then make sure. it sound like that? Or is that just, like, something that a movie goer would respond to? Uh-huh. Either way, it works.
1: Yeah, that's one of those when when they made electric cars in like back to the future, they actually sound like mm-hmm. Priuses. Yeah. So is it like crazy? They made it, they knew what it was going to sound like, or they just made a Prius sound like back to the future? Like <laughs> oh. chicken or the egg, right? How did that work? Um I, I
0: think it that's a spaceship question too, right? When why why does the Enterprise sound like it does? Or why does like a dragon mm-hmm. sound like it does or a dinosaur? Yeah, a dino- yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. I I wonder if it's the same principle for can you actually hear if you were underwater a submarine uh-huh. go by? Or is that just something we need as an audio cue?
1: Right. It works. Totally. I mean, I I love the way that sound transmits through water differently. Mm-hmm. So like you're on mm. one ship, so you're they're on the Dallas, right? And Jonesy says Thought I heard one. Heard I thought I heard singing, sir. Singing. Yes, sir. And it's right. all that's these a great moment. Russian men and right like uh Sean Connery, like they were like we need to stop doing that, you know, like we're really close to this other ship mm-hmm. and he's like Let them Ah, oh, and like his speech, dude, when he's like um he's like they he's like it reminds me of the days of Ger- Ger- Gergiev, Gergiev, that's a conductor, sorry. Um no. Yuri Gagarin. Okay. Who's that? He was the the first person in space on the Oh um, Dang it. What what is what is my problem here today? Sputnik? No, Sputnik. not Sputnik. Nobody went up in Sputnik. Did Sputnik go? Did a guy go up in Sputnik? Sputnik. Yes, it was Sputnik. Okay, here's the okay. line. It says, "For 40 years, your fathers before you and your older brothers played this game and played it well. But today, The game is different. We have the advantage. Uh, It reminds me of the heady days of Sputnik and Yuri Gagarin. When the world trembled at the sound of our rockets, only will tremble again at the sound of our silence. That's a great line, dude. Yes, it's a great line. Delivered by a great vocalist. By by, by a a terrific Russian method actor.
0: (laughs) One of our favorite Russian actors. Sean Connery.
1: Yep. But I I love the way sound plays in a movie like this because like even like when they had to um communicate with mm-hmm. him from ship to ship like they went up up to to what like the the depth where you can stick the pole thingy up.
0: Right. Like, Visual depth is that what it's called? Something like that.
1: Yeah. Peri- Periscope depth. Periscope depth. That's it. And yep. they could do those lights, Morse code, all that crap.
0: See, I see I have to watch it again because I forgot about that scene. That's really cool. Very so, tense. So, and fun.
1: so like Alec Baldwin is feverishly writing a script for him to Morse code over. Uh-huh. And he's like, respond with one ping if you agree. Right. Right. And he's like verify our range to target. One ping only. I kept it. you know that's og sonar i think like the way yeah. that that ping happens is like so like world war ii sounding i don't know i just think it sounds amazing I, you
0: can't beat a ping mm-hmm. honestly
1: metal you hear that water ping and, yeah
0: yes oh that's good that's good stuff yep um okay i just remembered what that scene where he's like don't don't shoot Mm-hmm. Because I know you're not supposed to shoot and kill him. No, tr- you just have to trust me. Don't shoot. Like that kind of scene. Mm. And yes. everybody is like, has to trust this one guy. And he's like, you just have to trust me. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the scene in Space Camp where she's like, cut the red wire. I know that's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And so everybody's just kind of like waiting on one person. Yep. And then the audience is waiting on whether everyone will respond to this one's, one person's gut yep. feeling, basically.
1: That That is one of Which my... Which could f-
0: kill everybody or not kill everybody.
1: Yes. That's one of my favorite movie tropes. You have to trust yeah. the one smart person against the hundred or yep. or the officer that gave the order or whatever. Because that mm-hmm. that same th- thing happens in Some of All Fears. That happens in Day After Tomorrow. All my favorite movies. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wow, just just you naming them makes me feel like taking a nap.
1: (laughs) Yes, but that is a great scene. Um, I like that scene. Scott Glenn, he's like, I have orders to blow this ship out of the water. Mm -hmm. Right, because so that's something that happened that maybe so like so there's the NSA guy who he's the uncle from. Uh, Secret of my success, as we all know. Secret of my success, Pre- Uncle, Prescott. as Anthony
0: refers to him. Yep. yep. Uh huh.
1: Michael J. Fox is like half uncle or something like that. And then the Russian guy, who's in a ton of other stuff. Uh, I didn't write his name down, but he's the Russian. I, I, I can't even diplomat pull it ambassador, kind of a bigger older guy. Okay, y- you totally would recognize him from uh, maybe Total Recall. I don't know. Total, oh, okay. Total Recall came out the same year too. Um, ooh, baby, I know what a great year. Uh, and they're like kind of BSing each other, only sharing the information that they can. And he yeah. and the, the the American is like, is there any way we can help find this ship with this rogue? Not a defector. They say he's coming to like blow up America. Right. So that's when America jumps on board. We're gonna blow it up. And mm-hmm. and Jack Ryan is like, no, just trust me. That's not what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. And then, for some reason,
1: that guy agrees uh-huh. to trust him. Yeah, because he does. He 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 predicts a movie he's going to do, The Crazy Ivan. Console on Crazy Ivan. Captain. Captain, he's turning. Which way is he turning, Jones? To the stop it, sir. Total guess, but it works out. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's great. <laughs> yeah. He, and
0: he admits that late, later that it was just a guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I, as we're talking about it, I'm realizing I really, really enjoyed this movie. Okay. I'm just not familiar with it. Yep. And there is something that I realized and am curious about. and Maybe we can talk about it more in the result show. How much is our podcast really about nostalgia?
1: Hmm.
0: That yeah. now that I've com- been completely separated from that, right? Uh-huh. And it's just so I watch and I, and I, after, after I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. I really enjoyed it. And then for you, it's like this deeply <laughs> yeah, entrenched
1: like canon movie from
0: submarine level <laughs> under the surface movie in your life. And so it's like a no-brainer to put it on the podcast. Of course, Hunt for Red October yeah. the, might might be similar to Father the Bride for me, right? Uh-huh. Like, of course, everybody thinks this is perfect, right? Yep. Yeah. But it's just because I have deep, yeah, middle school, elementary school yeah. ties to this movie that is probably not very good. Uh huh. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, I love it. Yep. How and so I got to thinking when I was watching this movie is. Is our podcast really just based on nostalgia? <laughs> just stuff we like. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, also, is Ferris Bueller's principal on the sub? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, no. Okay. See, that's another. Did I see that wrong? No, no. That's another great character. So, oh, man, there's so many okay. layers that I. This is why, again, I love movies that are based on books because authors mm-hmm. flesh out so much and you can only show a little bit. So, it's just deeper. Right. Right. It's deeper mm-hmm. than George Lucas being like, ah, like, <laughs> that is his
0: attitude, isn't it? It was also like um, Peter Jackson in The Hobbit is like, uh-huh. I guess we'll just like film. Just keep going. We're giving you $300 million. Right, right. And your attitude is like, what are we doing today? <laughs> <Huh?">
1: <laughs> To, Like get out that legal pad. Act two,
0: episode right. two. <laughs> exactly <laughs> episode two. The whispering wills, or whatever he was gonna call it. Oh,
1: and yet he created so much that we dearly love. And he's oh, uh, of course. He's, we stand, we stand, George Lucas. I love you, George Lucas. Hundred, People give you too much crap. No, no, no. Hundred percent. It's like yep. Well, and also Tom Clancy, right? Isn't the 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 lore that he didn't even write half his stuff or after a few books, people just No, ghost that's wrote. James
0: Patterson. That's James Patterson who like oh, legit okay does, it just comes up with an idea. Okay. And then he has, not ghostwriters, their names are on the front cover. His name is huge. Oh, really? James Patterson's something and then the author is at the bottom. But all he's doing is just churning out ideas in a round table and his author's His conglomerate of authors are writing his books.
1: Wow. Okay, let me ask you this. It's bonkers. Yeah. Would you, what do you like? Would you like to be James Patterson, not like cranking out ideas? Mm. Or do you like the actual physical act of writing?
0: I've I've thought about would I accept that job? Mm -hmm. Can I be him? I don't know. Or would I ever be a ghost writer Mm. and get like no credit? like a celeb but make money. Man. I don't think I would. I I I'm a, I'm an ideas person and I like to go off my own creative idea. Yeah. Now I haven't sold any. <laughs> I haven't sold any books that way, so maybe I should give Hello? Is this James Patterson? Hey, hey. My name's Steven. <laughs>
1: Can I be on your team? I have a few ideas. And he's like, "No, no, I have the ideas." <laughs> Right, wait, wait, hold on, back up. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're fired. I think you want my job. You're out of here. Um, right.
0: Um, but you're yeah. right that like this, this uh, um, uh, Ferris Bueller's principal shows up, who's also in Beetlejuice. Um, yeah. But he like is kind. Of, I, I'm like, wait a minute. Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's gone. Yep. But I'm assuming in the book he has a much more fleshed out, interesting character. I don't know.
1: Yep, and he's also the dark overlord in Howard the Duck. Ooh, too scary. Too scary. Uh, Way too scary. Way too scary. I still, it's a trigger warning for me. When I was a kid, I thought Howard the Duck was the scariest thing I'd ever seen. Also, I think Leah Thompson sleeps with him. The duck, I mean. Oh. Not not
0: Ferris Bueller's principal.
1: Oh, jeez. I'm pretty
0: sure that happens in that movie.
1: Huh. I, I... Literally, oh dang it! I only remember uh, the the Dark Overlord and how scary he was. Is that movie? I'm pretty bad? sure if
0: you watch that movie again, you would
1: like remember the Leah Thompson scene. <laughs> Age and stage, dude. Um, yeah. So about characters that have more parts. So like, I think. Oh man, we haven't even talked about James Earl Jones, but like, oh right, he, like he. He goes onto that other ship. No, he he goes onto the ship and like blows up that other thing, and then it's like, don't say he, anything about that.
0: No, he 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 blows up. He keeps the ship from blowing up. Yeah, yeah, right. Turns yep by exploding the torpedo too early. Yes, and then the reveal is it was James Earl Jones yes. is also on Alec Baldwin's side.
1: Great reveal. Like it, I think he's Electrical, awesome. In it. it
0: doesn't, isn't he? Doesn't he keep playing that character? Yes. Even as even as act, other actors change. Yes.
1: So in Harrison Ford, oh, I freaking
0: love that crap.
1: Yes. And
0: when man. you have a when you have a minor character continue with that actor, but the but the lead actors change. Yes. Oh, that, that is, happens
1: to James Bond too. It, I love that. It just keeps keeps some consistency in the world. CBM you is know, that what
0: we're calling it? Chill bump moments.
1: Chill bump moments. Oh, oh yeah, had one. Okay, I got to I got a couple of chill bump moments, but but first we got to have just mm-hmm. a, a minute of Gabe's, Gates McFadden chat. Who's that? Okay, so she's Beverly Crusher. She is. Uh, she plays <laughs> Carolyn Ryan. Like the, it's his wife. The one in the woman
0: in this in this movie. I think the there is, is it, one. We see do we?
1: Character. We
0: see one woman in this movie. Uh, and his daughter. Oh, that's true. Um, good thing we're doing Steel Magnolias next month. Yes. Finally, we can do a movie with more than
1: one woman in it <laughs> for more than one minute. So here, this is. A, yeah. So this was really interesting. Uh, so when we when we get to Star Trek to the Next Generation, mm-hmm, figure, which we
0: will in in two thousand
1: twenty three. Yep. He. Yep. Uh, so, in season one of the Next Generation, maybe one and two, or just one. She's the doctor. Mm-hmm. Then there's a season where she's not. So apparently oh, she got okay. like maybe fired or or something with the production. Like she gave too many notes. I heard. Does another actor play her part? Yes. Yeah, so there's or does an, she does her character just disappear? Her she goes on leave or something like that. And there's another an I acting see. doctor. A different. So
0: it's not that person playing Beverly Crusher. No, nope.
1: a different actor. Pulaski. Okay,
0: got it. Um, because that sometimes will happen on TV, especially. Sure. They'll have a separate actor, and then the other person will come back. You're saying her character kind of disappeared for a season.
1: Yes. Okay. And during that, she filmed this. Okay. Uh, went into the went in for a half an hour. Filmed this. I know, like five minutes. I told you two glasses <laughs> of water. Um, but I guess apparently she signed up for this, knowing it was going to be maybe multiple movies. And sure. in yeah. Patriot Game, she has a big part.
0: She plays the no, wife no, 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 in Patriot no. Games? No, no, no. So, oh, so they,
1: they... Got me all
0: excited. I
1: know. So they, they uh, recast... They got Harrison, oh, the one that they originally wanted. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, and then we'll recast the wife too. So no Gates McFadden.
0: Oh, man. man.
1: We hardly knew you. I know. But then... She goes back to Star Trek Star Trek the Next Generation and crushes uh-huh. it for like seven more seasons. So Okay. Sweet. Had she been Carolyn Ryan for another movie, we probably wouldn't have Beverly Crusher, which would stink because she rocks. Well, on I guess Star it all Trek. worked out at the end. Yes.
0: Caroline Ryan, is that her? Car- name?
1: Carolyn Ryan?
0: I'm I'm just trying to see who played her in, in the other movies. I'm oh, I'm just yeah. I'm I'm just I'm not finding it out. That's interesting. Well, at least it had a happy ending, and Yay. Beverly Crusher came back to Star Trek. Wait, but who
1: plays his wife in Patriot Games?
0: I don't know. I couldn't find it. I oh. was getting confused.
1: Yeah, it's it's sometimes IMDb sucks. Like it's hard to <laughs> hard to read. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm I'm now I'm gonna really be
0: specific. Who is Jack Ryan's wife in Patriot Games? Yes. Come on, Google.
1: You. Ann Archer. Do it.
0: Huh. Let me see if I can see what she looks like, or what else she's been in. You'd you'd recognize because I her. mean it, it. Oh yeah, okay, I recognize her. Um, and she does play his wife in both Patriot Games and pertinent to Clear and Present Danger. Okay,
1: now something that doesn't make sense in the Ryan verse yeah. is, and something that I don't get in general in this kind of movie is like he when he's Ben Affleck, he's also brand new and has never done anything before. So, so I I couldn't remember uh, in the, uh, so Patriot Games,
0: is it a reboot or is it a sequel? mm, Is Some of All Fears, I think the
1: Chris Pine, which I've
0: never seen, is a prequel.
1: Okay. I've never seen, see, I, I, that's what doesn't make sense in the world is like, he's got different wives, different kids. Like, so is it (laughs) a reboot every time? Is it like, this is each time, like there's no, um, you know, they don't build on each other. Because he, but, cause the the back problem thing, like, was in in military school mm. or whatever and got in a, a helicopter accident, I think is consistent. Oh. He's always a okay. research analyst, interested in stuff, but then ends up in a war zone.
0: Well, I I think it's a James Bond situation where it's just not mentioned.
1: So it just is. And so, and so it, it just it doesn't matter. It just is. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's like. Don't think too much about it. This is another adventure with and that same guy, but right. none of the other stuff happened to him.
0: Right. And so, how can Daniel Craig be James Bond when Sean Connery was in the '60s?
1: <laughs> Does he run into like his grandma who used to be? His and no, wife? right.
0: Nobody mentions that.
1: Yeah, because there aren't like ex Bond girlfriends everywhere that he's, you know, offended but it's different and hurt. Than
0: Batman. Yeah. Which is an obvious reboot because we keep getting his origin story. Right. Just in case you forgot, his parents got shot outside the opera, and uh-huh. now he looks like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I I, I I actually don't know how it works in the Ryan verse. Yeah. I still love
1: I'm, I'm, it not,
0: I'm not I, I need to I need to I, I was like right after I watched the Hunt for October, I was like I can't wait to watch Patriot Games. I haven't yet, but. I'm excited about watching these movies again, um, and so maybe I'll pick up whether it's just like a, I don't know, just okay. Jack, just Jack Ryan.
1: I think that's what it is. I mean, Clear and Present <laughs> yeah. has one of the most memorable scenes. Like, okay, do you remember it at all? Like the SUVs uh, and I, they get like locked in with. Is
0: Clear and Present Danger when you get a POV from a missile shot? That might be Pearl. Do you know what Pearl I mean? Harbor.
1: Oh, there there is. I know that happens. Yeah, yeah, that does happen in Clear and Present Danger. Yes. missile. I remember
0: when I saw Pearl Harbor thinking this is a ripoff of blank Clear
1: and Present Danger. They did do it better, though. Um,
0: And also, um, partner to Prince of Thieves.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The arrow. POV bow and arrow shot.
0: Which is actually a camera. I don't think we'll ever do Prince of Thieves, so I can reveal this fact. That's actually a camera.
1: On an arrow. How to just it's a one time use. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Throw away <laughs> disposable camera. HD. Ooh, Alan Rickman.
0: Isn't Alan oh, Rickman the Yes. The the uh the bad guy? I, Sheriff of Nottingham? Yeah,
1: that's him. He's so good, Snape.
0: Mr Robin Hood. Yes. Um, okay. I mean, we're way over time. Yeah, but this was really fun, dude. Just to let you know, this is really fun to talk okay, about. I good. liked, I was wondering how I would enjoy coming to a movie like with nothing. Yeah. And I really liked it. It's fun, right? Like
1: I, oh yeah, yeah I, it's very fun. That that was me and Seal Magnolias like two months ago had no oh, right. clue what it was about. The, yeah. So it's it's fun watching old well, these aren't old 90s, but, like, classics that were not nostalgically tied to. And then you can see whether or not it's actually good.
0: I I really kind of wish I had asked you what you thought Steel Magnolias was like Dude. or was about before. Like, tell me the plot of Steel Magnolias. All I knew that been really was fun. it
1: was, like, about hairdressers and Dolly Parton was in it. I just thought it was a I comedy. Mean that's, yeah, w-
0: which it is at points. Oh, I can't Ooh. wait. Oh, Tom, Tom Skerritt,
1: Chat. Chat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude! Our favorite guy, dude. Our favorite guy
0: might be my favorite man. Yep, I don't know though, bro.
1: Sean Connery's beard—he's
0: what? Yeah, just just the
1: beard. That's my yeah. favorite. We'll we'll talk in the results show about his lips a little bit.
0: Okay, <laughs> I mean, if, if that doesn't get people coming back. I don't know what will. All right, it's up to you, listener. The best place to vote on whether you think partner to the, to the hunt for Red October is perfect. You can go to our yeah. Instagram. That's at Two gomers. That's where the poll goes. You can also let us know on Facebook, our website, Twitter, our email, all of that is Two gomers. Thank you to our webmaster, Adam, Jason, for our graphics, Davis for our music, Annie for our social media. Like we said... Next month, Steel Magnolias! Wow. Actually, I'm saying that like Oprah, sort of. I think I remember, or maybe it was a Donahue. Oh. Isn't that yeah. the YouTube clip you sent me yep. where all the Steel Magnolias ladies are on it? Yep.
1: That was it. Wow. But she, he was in the Oprah verse, right? Wasn't that like a.
0: <laughs> was it? Yeah, was I think it, so. Wasn't
1: there like a talk show Oprah verse? Like, I mean, now it's a an her, empire, like but... Her
0: like di- apostles and disciples yes. And they went out and had their own Sally, Jeffery Raphael, I think was one of them I think you're right, Phil Donahue was like a so. protege Yes Oprah protege So you'll forgive me for uh, oh, mixing great. that up
1: But perfect,
0: man, when I saw all those ladies mm-hmm. No Tom Skerritt as far as I remember Dang it On that stage, just talking about Steel Magnolias I gotta watch that again before yeah. next month
1: Okay, I will too
0: um, Steel Magnolias, is that streaming anywhere? Where did you watch it? Do you remember? I think it's streaming right I now, maybe on HBO. Maybe HBO Max. or Amazon or Hulu or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's out there for people to find. If you haven't seen it, you do not want to miss Steel Magnolias starring Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton,
1: Sally Field. Uh. Oh, my gosh. Sally Field in that, dude. Oh, I, oh stop. Stop.
0: We can't. Uh, we can't talk about it.
1: It's too good. Yeah. All right. Great app. Super fun, man. I can't wait to uh, do do a little bit more Jack Ryan deep dive. Yes. Fun.
0: Definitely. Yep. In a couple of weeks, we'll come back with the results show. And happy watching Steel Magnolias.